What's going on, everybody? Thank you for coming back to another episode of Don't Mind Me. Today's New Year's, and if you wouldn't mind taking time out of your day, maybe messaging me on uh, Don't Mind Me PC and all lowercase on Instagram, let me know what you guys plan on doing for 2022, what your goals are, what you aspire to be, or where you want your life to go, or anything like that, whether you want to go to college, or find a good job, or start a family, or whatever the case may be, quit drugs maybe, let me know. Um, but yeah, I appreciate you all for coming back. I love it. I love having you here. Love making this podcast. I love when you guys give me feedback for it. Today's episode is fucking banger. I myself love the guests personally, and every time we hang out, it's a good conversation. Um, but yeah, I mean, let's just dig straight into it. Thanks for coming back. Uh, before I start the episode, I'm going to introduce my guest. Um, one of my best friends from high school. Met him when I moved here. One of the realest dudes I've ever met in my life. Needless to say, here's Zach. I'm Zach. Me and Barnes been kicking it for... Going six. On six. Yeah, six. Six, six years. <laughs> since he's been here. Just about day one since he's been here. Hella buddies on the bus, but I got actually I got something to tell you, Zach. Um, I got home. I went to town today for our episode, and when I got home, mind you, I locked the door because we just got our new keys to yesterday. Sorry. And I come home. And they're supposed to come in here. Well, I was here, and they're supposed to do fit, clean the refrigerator's pipe and something about a stove. Well, I had to go to town. I locked the door. Come back, and the door's unlocked kitchen lights on and we have a whole new stove bro a whole new stove i go look I, i'll be here yeah but it's like a nice stove too i and did, that's like first-hand witness right there i didn't wake up with that in my apartment this morning it was here when i got back from town and the door was unlocked all i'm saying is i came home my door was unlocked and i was like dude i just got robbed you know i was like fuck what's missing nothing I got a replacement stove. Like, I got a brand new oven. Is there anything wrong with the other stove? Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. Word. Word. <laughs> um, me and Zach were starting a smoke session, and I was like, dude, let's record. He was like, bet. So, uh, I like to do this thing. I kind of started it this season, in season three, where I post inboxes on my Snapchat story. And I have people respond to it. It's all anonymous, so you don't gotta worry about none of your identities or whatever. Um, first question, and I feel like it is probably the most important one, was who's my biggest supporter? And since season one, the first episode I ever released, that was River Hayes. Now, everybody knows River, and if you don't, you should, because he's one of the most kind-hearted people I've ever met in my entire life. The reason he's my biggest supporter is because... Uh, the episode Loyalty and Love that was probably one of my best ones from season 1 if you haven't listened to it I recommend you do it it's pretty good um, after that like I couldn't really find any motivation to keep posting episodes because they didn't do, really do that well like real talk and River was just I mean literally down my throat every day dude did you record today? are you going to post today? when's your next episode? and honestly if it weren't for him I probably wouldn't have ever, ever posted again so River Hayes, thank you. 
Thank you a lot. That means the most to me. I met that guy through my little brother. <clears throat> you gotta focus on the supporters. When you focus on them haters, you ain't gonna get nowhere. Zero. And I guess while we're on the topic of support, somebody said uh, the teacher that's helped you out the most, helped you with your goals through your high school years. And it's a tie. Um, Danny Nelson? Good. Oh, man. Honestly, I'm... When I'm in his classroom, I question my sexuality. Um, not only that, but... He really made sure that I was at school. It was always, when are you coming? Are you going to take this class? Well, are you studying with me this period? And blah, blah, blah. And I couldn't tell the guy no, because I low-key had a crush on him. So... Probably Miss Hare, Dr. Hare. She was a really good one. Like, whenever I was... Because I was a pretty depressed kid in high school. You probably know that probably the most. Mm-hmm. We, we were all some little bit sad fellas. Well, she... Whenever I was having one of those days where my earbuds was in all the way up, mm-hmm. she told me, like, if I just had a regular-ass conversation with her and it was a decent reason, I could chill all day with my headphones in, head down, skip the work for the day, turn in late, blah, blah, blah. She really worked with me and, like, actually made sure that I was wanting to come to school and was like okay and doing my work and wanting to do that stuff so it was pretty cool is there any teachers that made a difference in your life see i can't really say the same because in school i was a very uh i don't care what a teacher would say to me i just didn't feel like doing anything like especially after i got my car bro after i got my car i wasn't even in school i went in third period i'm leaving fourth <laughs> like so, and I remember I had both of those teachers, and Mrs. Harry's class did absolutely zero. Now, real G, though, because I ended up passing that class with a C, and I don't remember writing my name on a piece of paper in that class, so I feel like I wasn't supposed to pass that class. Now, with Mr. Nelson, great teacher, I couldn't keep up with him, though. I remember I took biology college prep. I was able to keep up with that, but once I got in his, uh, Living physical science college prep. Couldn't do it. Couldn't do it. Okay. Bro, that man t- taught fast. Like, I remember I'm on, like, I'm sitting here trying to get, like, this thing down that he was talking about 20 minutes ago. He's he's done went through, like, five other different days worth of uh, topics in, like, 20 minutes. I don't know, man. I kind of, like, I liked his class because of the way he took his notes. He sat at the computer, he put his paper mm-hmm. on the projector, and he just told you what was important that was on the test. That was it. And I wrote bullet points, and those bullet points were the answers to the test. And lo and, and behold, see, here we are. Yeah, see me also. I was never a note taker. I ah, dude, my notes were a bit much, man. Like they was organized. I, I used a, I used a pen for the like topic and then pencil for like mm-hmm. what I needed to remember. Yeah, I, I do remember yours being like re- really nice and organized. I was like the type of guy who like put the paper in his back pocket and i was like hey don't worry like i'm still gonna have it tomorrow and then tomorrow comes and it's like i'm gonna need another one of them papers i lost it i do kind of regret being like that through high school because i didn't even go my senior year and looking back on it it would have been cool to like finish out the whole high school but at the end of the day i got the diploma but i do kind of regret being like that through high school I gave some teachers some hard times i gave some teachers some really hard times I'd say Mr. Hartley 
Bro, bro, don't even bro, get I me apologize. started. Like, I apologize to you, bro. I, mm, I don't know how he didn't like catch a charge on me, cause I would have. Bro, I would have beat the fuck out of me. <laughs> bro, I'm, I'm just gonna go through it and just give you like my top three or four things I ever did to him. Okay, so you can you can ask my homie Max. Like, you can fact check me on this. Uh, well, the first memory I have of fucking with him is one of our friends brought. Lunchables to school every day, and he didn't like like the meat from him. He said it was like too processed and wet. So me and Max would put it in our jacket pockets, and we we had Hartley's class right after lunch, bro. And we would t- like when he was teaching and had like his face towards the board when he was writing, we'd frisbee like one of the pieces of meat to the whiteboard. I swear to God, it would stick. It would make this loud ass slap, and it would like echo through the room. And he'd just whip his head around like. Who threw that? And he'd look at what the fuck it was. He'd be like, what the fuck? <laughs> Dude, we did that for weeks. And then me and my homie got into a chewing habit. So we was packing some fatties. And he flashed Hartley the can. And uh, Hartley was like, all right, give it to me. And then Max was like, all right, hold on. And, I mean, every bit of it was used. And then he gave the empty can to Hartley. And then one time I hung his rat with his shoelace from the American flag in the front of his room. You know that little plastic rat that he's got? I literally made a noose and hung it from the American flag. Uh, we, we locked his, his desk chair in his little cabinet thing that he's got in the back of his room. Wait. Yeah. Repeat that real quick. Like Mr. Hartley's desk chair. Uh-huh. We took it. And the little cabinet he's got back in his room. Like the one where he had his like little like old suit. And, yeah. We put it in there. And we shut fit it. his chair. We fit his chair. In the cabinet. In the cabinet. Okay. We did bro How? dirty, bro. How? Oh. See, <clears throat> I think this was probably my first ever time fucking with Harley. I remember I had the class with one of my old friends, Jack, and then uh, Damien as well. Anyways, now, at the time, these two were like my best buddies, you know what I mean? Like, we we rolled around together. Yeah, I remember that. And we had the class together, so it was like, all right, we're freshman year. It's like, all right, we're we're fresh into high school. We're in this class together. We got this teacher who we can mess with. Oh, yeah, like, it's, we're, we're we're gonna be some little hellions here. Now, I don't know if you remember. Now, this, now this was such an innocent little thing. But you remember how I could do that water drop sound good? Now, I can't do it that good anymore, but the... Yeah. But I, I, I can't do it anymore. But kind of like that. That's how I learned it. But, bro, I remember I had it down pat. Down pat. I remember we had this man look like he was like lift like getting on chairs lifting up like you know you could like push up like on like the tiles and shit and like get above he was like getting up there like with a flashlight like looking around for a water leak bruh like all I'm talking like we wasted the day like he couldn't teach anything <laughs> I remember like he came down to we had like 15 minutes left whatever we finally I was finally like bruh I was like I can't even do this anymore bro and like did in front of him he did the little thing where he goes or he looks up at the ceiling, bro, and I was, he just went back and sat at his desk, bro, and I remember he was just like, he didn't say nothing. He was just so upset. 
he was so upset. <laughs> and that was the beginning of it. Ever since then, I was like, all right, this this guy, oh yeah, I can mess with him anytime. Of course, when I when I became like a upperclassman, like I passed him, I was like, man, I'm sorry for how I acted. Whenever I was in his class as a junior, this is whenever I had it with Max. <laughs> Bro, I remember Max put me to shame with like how much he messed with this guy. I mean, like every day it was something, whether he's taking the batteries out of their remote or... <laughs> I don't, like, just hiding something to something, taking his mouse out, taking his keyboard out, putting it somewhere. I remember we would used to play it, like, like throw, uh, what was the rat's name? George? Yeah. Across the entire classroom and shit. Bro, he had such a horrible time. Hartley had a horrible time with us. Dude, I, I, I heard when I was a senior, the freshman that year was the worst class he's ever had. I'm like, damn, like, you're putting me to shame. Yeah, because I remember my freshman class, like, it was, like, we, I remember, it must, it, was, it must be fucking awful being a freshman teacher, bro. I could imagine. Because whenever my freshman class came in, which would be the class of 2021, I remember there was, like, eight fights in the first 14 days of school. Not, like, Monday through Friday, like, two weeks, ten days. Like, I remember the first 14 days of school, I kept track of them. There was eight fights. Seven of them involved freshmen. So, it was like, we're, bro, we're, like, two weeks into school, and we're just, like, out here just fucking shit up, really. Like, just out here, bro. And then I remember I threw Chris through Mr. Kite's wall. Oh, dude, I remember that, bro. Well, I guess not, was... not through, but we put a nice, nice hole. Nice hole. They were so mad. Oh, they were so mad. Oh, Mr. Waddell, fucking dude, he ripped me and Chris a new one, bro. I'm telling you, we, bro, ain't nobody ever had me and Chris sitting there looking like two little bitches, just like, yes, sir, yes, sir, we won't do it again, sir. Because, <laughs> bro, Waddell, coolest principal I ever had. My absolute favorite principal I ever had. Man, we did not, not get off on a, on a good start. Because that was my first month. September 25th, your birthday, was the day that I went up through the wall, bro. That's fact. <laughs> like, one month into school, just got here. We're already, like, doing the worst. I couldn't imagine a class being worse. I could not imagine a class being worse. I would hate it. Uh, the next question says... The worst trouble you got into as a kid? I think <clears throat> the worst trouble I ever got into as a kid was I was in eighth grade. I lived in Lancaster, and I had a homie, and he was the one that basically introduced me to weed, but he was also messing with some other stuff. And um, I had a different homie that was a prescribed Adderall, mm. and in eighth grade year, he decided it was going to be a great idea to sell that Adderall. Oh, yeah. Hold on, let me take a hit break. Because a couple 13-year-olds selling Adderall just don't nothing beat that. Hold on, man. Um, so, first of all, I'm not going to cap at you. I took one just to see what it was like. And since I don't have ADHD, if you have ADHD, it calms you down, right? So, yeah, okay, yeah, that makes sense, because it sped my ass up. I'm not capping, dog. We went to gym that, that day after I tried one, and it kicked in. 
and we was playing fucking like baseball, but it was like a rubber like softball. And you was going hard in the paint, wasn't you? <laughs> I wasn't necessarily going hard in the paint, where I just felt like Jesus Christ Himself. Really? Okay. I'm sitting like I'm like in the midfield kinda, and because the gym teacher was the only one that was allowed to pitch, and he like threw it underhand and. Uh, one of the dudes like smacked it or something and it was like just a straight line drive to my fucking head dude I was lollygagging not paying attention I think I was looking at a girl's ass to be honest and I look up bro I mean when I look up it was probably like I look up and I see it and it's probably 7 feet away coming directly at me at probably I don't know like 35-40 miles an hour and I literally put my hand up just in time to catch it. Literally, my hand was touching my knuckle. Or like, no, no, no. My nose was touching my knuckle. My nose was touching my knuckle when I caught the ball. And I was like, yo, what the fuck just happened? And then I was like, oh yeah, I took an Adderall. But that's not the trouble I got into. That was just a really cool moment. Never tried it again, though. Um, So... Homie brings the Adderall and gives the homie that introduced me to weed a little bit of it, and then he puts me on it to get rid of some of it, you know? And somebody got one, took it, threw up, started crying, snitched. And go off of being sick. Why can't you just be sick and throw up? Why you gotta go tell them? So, they call the original bringer of the Adderall to the office, and then he st- he folds. Me and my homie, he had brought to the office. And luckily, I didn't have nothing on me. So, they searched me, and I was chilling. But they said that I was a part of it or something. And I'm not going to cap at you, bro. I don't remember what happened. I don't remember what came out of that. My life is like my my memory is just hazy from from like that. I don't remember it. Black, so I don't know. But I remember getting in a lot of trouble. But that was my first time, first interaction with cops. I mean, I never really got like into that much actual trouble. So I'd have to say the most trouble I got into is whenever I started missing school, and then uh, I caught that unruly child charge. Which, bro, that shit is worse than it sounds. Like, the charge itself, yeah. Like, you know, it ain't gonna be that big of a deal later on in life. But, bro, at the time, they could do so much shit to you. Like, I'm talking shit to, like, ruin your high school experience. Because, like, my high school experience was ruined after that. <clears throat> like, you know, like, at the time, just got the car. Now I'm, like, ditching school, going out, smoking weed. I'm having a fun time. Bro, as soon as I got put on drug court and probation high school ruined like weekly drug tests and shit for a solid like eight months i'd have to say that's the most trouble i got into i got one last question from my send it thing and that's from river hayes himself and he asked me what is my why like my purpose basically that's what that's kind of what i was thinking at this moment in time my one and only why is my siblings and like my homies that need me like the people that need me are my why that's why i be making podcasts that's why i go to work all that shit like i got a sister and an abusive 
household right now, and I'm working on getting her out of it. I got a brother that just enlisted in the Marines, and I haven't heard from him in two weeks. So, saw that. I gotta have a place for them to come home to when it's time for them to come home. Just like any homie that needs a place to stay, I gotta have a place for them to stay. And that's the reason. That's my why. See, I can kind of see like where you're coming from with that, because like I've never really put much thought into this, but now that I think of it, well, I guess now that I, th- I don't know, I've put I've, I've put thought into this, because me saying it, you, you're gonna be able to tell that I put thought into this. Like I need, like I need my kids in the future, and I want their kids, and I want my family, and like all my friends and shit that I love. They need to all be set, bro. They need to all be set. Like, like I want to put my fucking, my mom in a nice car, bro. I need to put my grandparents in a nice house. Now, like, sadly, as much as I hate to say, I probably, I can't, I can't get to that big dog status by then. You could. Maybe. Don't ever say never. Facts. But, like you said. You need to put the people around you that you want to put in that situation, in that situation. You need to put them up. Everybody you want to see up, up. Yeah, man. That's like, honestly, I see a lot where you're coming from with that. Pretty much like damn near saying. I, I don't think that I was, since my grandma was around back in like 2015, 16-ish, back when she died. And that when she died, that put us into foster care, me, my brother and sister. And since then, dude. I haven't really felt at home, so my goal is to get to a place where they can come to and have that at-home feeling once again, you know? Yeah. Yeah, like, you not having that shit, like, it really, like, thrives you to, like, really want to, like, give that shit more. It also doesn't help that, you know, our parents aren't doing too much for us. I'm actually, like, I'm on my own out here, and this shit sucks. So I'm trying to make it to when they get on their own, like, it's not too bad. Yeah. My parents didn't do that like they were supposed to. Yeah, I stayed, I mean, I still do stay with my grandpa right now. But I stay with my grandparents growing up. And, I mean, like, they always make sure I got it. And, like, my grandpa, he always makes sure, I, like, I got it, too. That's some real shit. Now, like, now I'm to the age now where it's, like, even like even if I got it and he asks me if I got it like if I tell him like I don't got it like he's gonna make sure that like I have something but like I'm to the age now where I'm I got it you know cause it's like even like <clears throat> whenever you do like have that backup where you know you can just like be a bum and like you're still gonna be chilling you're still gonna be taken care of but it's like you don't know whenever that's gonna end bro like even if you're in a state right now where like you're you're fine, bro. You don't need a job. Like, like you got a house. You, you got a roof over your head, and, like, the bills are getting paid and shit, and you ain't got to do nothing. You're like, yeah, you're chilling, but, bro, that shit ain't going to last forever. And it's like, you need to boss up and make sure, like, everybody else can, that you want to have that last forever can actually last forever. Big facts. Big facts. Yo, I just want to say thank you all for listening. It really means the most, you know. I really just podcast because it's something that I figured out i enjoyed doing um and i got a bunch and a bunch of support from it like everybody uh brought the idea to was like yeah man like that'd be something dope i'd I'd like to hear it i want to hear what you got to say about this this and this and that's really what it stemmed from and now i got 
uh, at the time of this recording about 650 plays, which is really, really dope. Um, I didn't really expect it to get two, 300, let alone double that. So I appreciate everybody for listening. I appreciate all of my guests for taking time out of their day and come on and have a conversation with me. Uh, as far as I know, most of them were, that was the first time that they've ever been on podcast. So, I mean, it's pretty dope to have like kind of my own show started in a small community and everybody that I like want to come up with me is becoming a part of it. Um, sorry that this episode was cut pretty short. I mean, sometimes you get an episode that runs a little short and there's not really much we can do about it. Uh, I appreciate everybody for giving me the 20 minutes of this episode that they had. Uh, there's going to be a part two. It's probably going to be a little longer. And I'll see you guys in that one.